Welcome to the Wellness Restoration Project, where we explore the question of how are you well? A collection of interviews and explorations of resources, both ancient and modern, to help you create your own powerful network and practices in wellness. I'm your integrative herbalist and host, Shelly Swap. Let's do this. Hi, welcome. So you like the idea of using more natural ways to heal and maybe you've tried a few things and sometimes they've worked and sometimes they haven't worked so well. Well, let's dive into that. Most of the time it's because we are trying to use herbal medicine the same way we use Western medicine and herbal medicine is fundamentally different than Western medicine. So let me explain. Western medicine is amazing. When it comes to emergencies, our doctors and surgeons can heal hearts, replace organs, stitch up wounds, set broken bones, and so much more. But they often apply that same philosophy of let's just stop the symptom, stop the bleeding, stop the pain, stop the high blood pressure, those types of things. Um, And it doesn't actually treat the underlying condition. And that doesn't actually help a lot of the things that we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. So take, for instance, premenstrual cramps. In our modern world, we take a painkiller, maybe use a heating pad and do our best to muscle through it the best we can, maybe missing a day or two of work or school or other activities, and then we're fine. And while those strategies can kind of help in the moment, it doesn't prevent the menstrual cramps from happening again the next cycle because it doesn't address the question of what is causing those cramps in the first place. And even more problematic is the idea that painful periods are somehow normal. Anyway, okay, anyway, I digress. So that's where the ancestral healing traditions really shine. When each of the major traditions from um, traditional Chinese medicine to Ayurvedic medicine and Native American herbal medicine Whenever they are faced with someone who is unwell, they approach the care or the work as an effort to restore balance. So step back in time with me a few thousand years. There's no x-rays. There's no internet. Opening the body to surgically understand what was going on wasn't regularly practiced or safe. They didn't have blood work. They didn't have panels or any of those types of things. So our ancestors used what they understood around them to help them better understood what they were seeing in the body. So they understood fire, they understood water and wind, they understood the power of all these things on the earth and how it affected the earth's ability to grow crops and to stay healthy and to to protect them. And they used those same understandings to describe the way they saw the human body. So traditional Chinese medicine boils things down to five elements fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. And then they applied how all these different energies, these energetics, not woo-woo energetics, but real energies, heat, cold, wet, and dry, and wind, and all these things, how did they affect these elements in the body? And then they used that to help them better understand what was going on um, within the system that they understood, in the framework that they understood. So it doesn't actually seem so far-fetched when you think about it. So the fire element in the body is also known as the yang or vital energy that keeps the, the metabolic processes going. But when it gets out of hand, we see fevers, headaches, skin reactions, dryness, all sorts of things, right? Like it makes perfect sense that when the body is overheating, 
we're running out of fluids. Those fluids are drying up and we're getting symptoms from those things. And the converse is true as well. If that fire isn't strong enough, then we see those yin or cold fluid energies in the bodies begin to dominate um, and dampness takes over. We see, we see swelling, edema, maybe loose stools, poor digestion, sluggishness, and clearing of the throat all the time, those types of things, frequent night urination. So it makes sense. It's just a different way of thinking about it or talking about it, right? In ancient India, Ayurvedic herbal practitioners classified the earth in terms of three elements, air, fire, and water, basically, or vata, pitta, and kapha, as they're both most commonly understood. So herbs and foods and people were all classified into one of these three elements and how they affected the other elements. So was something drying or moistening or heating? Um, or does the person in question have a body composition that tends towards more dryness or heat or dampness? Because we wanna respect that and not try and force something that is already innately there. We just wanna help bring balance so that the person is healthier. Take a minute and just think about that. How do you see yourself? Are you someone who always runs cold? Maybe you're sluggish. Maybe you're you know, hard to get moving, you struggle with floating, or maybe you're high energy. You tend towards you know, overheating, um, you're always dry, you're always on the edge. Or maybe you're somebody who's just steady and calm and doesn't like to make decisions quickly. Um, all of those things play into the elements when we're looking at ancestral medicine. In another episode, I'll teach you more about the personalities associated with these elements and classifications. Just like the Enneagram tests and personality tests of today, they're actually remarkably insightful and helpful when considering the next steps in creating balance in someone's health. It's also amazing to see how these theories developed thousands of years ago are still incredibly applicable today. So let's circle back to those menstrual cramps. And instead of just taking steps to stop the pain for a day, let's look at what's going on with the woman experiencing them as a whole. What is out of balance? For women in menstrual issues, it's almost always a matter of needing to replenish essential nutrients and qualities in the body. And in ancestral medicine theory, blood is considered an organ system. Yep, blood is the system that carries the energy we gain from our food and nourishes the other organ systems in the body. It removes toxins from the organs, carries it to the liver where the blood can then be cleaned and the process starts all over again. It can be cleaned and nourished and then it starts all over again. So if the blood is lacking in its healthy qualities, then all the organ systems suffer, especially those that depend really heavily on blood, like the menstrual system. Can you see also how um, important it is to start thinking about strengthening digestion here? That's a piece of the puzzle. And also supporting the liver because the blood can't be healthy if we're not eating really healthy foods and the liver can't be healthy to do its job if we're not supporting it as well. So strong digestion, healthy blood, and a healthy liver and open detox pathways are what a skilled herbalist will work on when a woman is seeking relief from menstrual cramps. That would also be combined with an understanding or a recognition of, is there extreme heat or dryness in the body or coldness and sluggishness? Like, do your cramps get better when you apply heat? Well, then you better believe we're, we're gonna suggest some warming herbs that improve circulation in addition to the nourishing herbs and foods. This is really different than just applying a pain reliever, isn't it? And guess what? When put into practice, it works amazingly well, not just for the cramps you have this month, but the goal is to completely eliminate cramps from here on out every month. A great example of this concept, maybe in a different frame, um, is the Ayurvedic herbal jam known as 
Chavanaprash. Chavanaprash, Chavanaprash, people say it differently. It contains almost 30 different herbs that boost circulation, support digestion, open detox pathways, nourish the blood, improve digestion, and boost immunity. And it's specifically prepared in a combination of ghee, which is clarified butter, um, often it either has cane sugar or honey in it. And then it also has some very specific Ayurvedic fruits that are super high in phytonutrients and antioxidants and all sorts of things. And it's prepared in a really specific way to preserve the properties of all of these different ingredients. So just a small amount of that herbal jam is taken daily, traditionally has been taken for, for hundreds of years, probably thousands. You take between half a teaspoon to two teaspoons on toast or in or mixed in warm milk. The formula was designed to support those who were suffering from incredible fatigue and loss of health due to maybe long-term fasting or starvation or incredible stress. And it's been used for thousands of years because its benefits are so far reaching. Modern research has confirmed that it does boost immunity. It does improve fertility. It does boost energy. And in fact, it's one of the best things to take regularly to help prevent upper respiratory infections in the winter. Taking just one of those 30 herbs, while they may be helpful, is nothing like taking a thoughtfully crafted formulation of herbs combined with nourishing fats and honey and fruit to support a variety of processes in the body. Pretty cool, huh? So it's like so many things when it comes to health and wellness. We need to look at the whole picture and not try to simply stop a symptom. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Come join me on Instagram or in my private Facebook group called The Wellness Restoration Project. I would love to answer your questions and learn what else we'd like to know about how to use herbs and natural resources to help you step into greater health and wellness. I hope you found this helpful and I hope it's given you something to think about. Until next time, be well. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you're one step closer to moving those mountains. If you loved what you heard today, will you do me a favor and share it with a friend or take a moment and rate and review the podcast? The more five-star reviews a podcast gets, the more people it gets introduced to and the more mountains we move on the journey to restoring wellness. Thank you. Until next time, be well.